Hello, and thanks for being here for another episode of the Bottom Up Revolution podcast, where we share the stories of the Strong Towns movement in action. I'm Rachel, Program Director at Strong Towns. Last week, we heard from two inspiring Strong Towns members, Nick and Amanda Lanata, and this week we've got another member story for you. A brief plug, if you didn't get a chance to become a supporting member during member week last week, there's still time. Head to strongtowns.org membership to join the movement and join incredible people like Nick, Amanda, and today's guest, Ann Zeta. Ms. Zeta has been part of the Strong Towns movement as a member for more than six years. During that time, she served as city council member in Fort Worth, Texas, and she's now the executive director of Community Design Fort Worth, which is a forum for ideas that empower and strengthen all Fort Worth communities through design. And she's also an urban planner by training. In this conversation, we'll hear about the ways Zeta has navigated leadership in a politically diverse community by focusing on the economic arguments that everyone can get behind. She also talks about her experience running for city council, as well as a recent run for mayor. And she discusses the unique process she leads at Community Design Fort Worth, helping educate the public and translate complex planning issues, often in order to seed the ground before a controversial issue like rezoning or building bike lanes comes up for a vote. Like so many Strong Towns advocates, Zeta is going to inspire you with her dedication to her city and her belief that anyone who's passionate about their place can step up to make it stronger. And Zeta, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Bottom Up Revolution podcast. It's good to have you on the show. I'm happy to be here. Thanks so much for the invitation. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and the community where you live? Well, um, like you said, my name is Ann Zeta, and I have a background in city and regional planning. And I live in the city of Fort Worth, Texas, where I have lived since my husband and I got married almost 32 years ago. And I'm originally from California, but now I live in Fort Worth, Texas. So I've been here working on a lot of the things that Strong Towns works on, and um, I'm glad to have the support of others that are doing that work as well. Wonderful. And can you set the scene a little bit for people that aren't familiar with Fort Worth? Like, what size of a city is it, and what are you know some of the major challenges and things that you encounter there? Absolutely. I think that that's actually a really good place to start because when asked about Fort Worth, Texas, many times people imagine it to be a lot smaller of a community than it actually is. We are approaching a million in population. Um, We are a pretty spread out, um, kind of sprawled city, but we have an incredible um, downtown that has great public spaces. And we have some other areas of town that have done some really great things with mixed use I think we still struggle with public transportation and other modes of transportation. And those are some of the areas that we continue to work on and try to improve. Um, But we're a great community with lots of diversity and different folks that live here and um, continue to to work on those things that we are challenged in. Um, But like I said, a million in populations and growing every day. So we have challenges of congestion and affordable housing and many of the things that people are struggling with across the country. So I know that you've held several different leadership roles in your community, but let's start by talking about your experience on the city council in Fort Worth. What led you to run and what was that like? 
Okay. So interestingly enough, it was probably my background in city planning that led me to run for council. I, like I said, have lived in Fort Worth for over 30 years and I went to graduate school in a nearby community of Arlington, Texas and got my master's in city and regional planning. And I did a lot of volunteer stuff um, in planning during my the time that I was kind of concentrating on raising my children, which was a big break from working for about uh, 17 years. And in that volunteer capacity, I served on the zoning commission for the city of Fort Worth. And I had had several people suggest to me that I should run for council, but the district that I lived in, which is kind of the urban core of the city, the downtown area and the surrounding historical neighborhoods, was very well represented by um, two council members prior to myself. So I didn't have any desire to run against either of them. But in the middle of a term for the council member prior to me, who was named Joel Burns, he stepped down in the middle of that term to take an opportunity to go to graduate school at Harvard. And that's when the folks that had been encouraging me to run said, well, here's your opportunity and you don't have any excuse not to now. So in 2014, I ran in a special election and I ran on the kind of strength of my background and understanding of city planning. And that there were six folks in that original race and we had to go to a runoff because you have to get 50% plus of the vote to get the seat. And so in that runoff, I was successful and started serving in 2014. Then I had to run again just a year later because we only have two year terms here in Fort Worth. And so I had to run again. And thankfully in that next year's race, I didn't have any anybody running against me. So I like to tell people I was doing such a fantastic job that even those five people that ran in that first race um, thought that I was worthy of staying in the seat for at least another year. So I served again for that term and then um, ran a couple more times and was successful in that. So I, I really enjoyed it. It was a great opportunity to serve my community. And I encourage planners every time I see them at conferences and such that it's a good way to to carry forward some of the ideas and things that we like to work on to be in those policymaking seats. Yeah, I think that pathway from being on a city commission to then deciding to run, that's one that I've heard um, many times. I think that's a that's a common journey of like starting some sort of leadership role and then deciding to take the next step or being encouraged to step into a higher leadership role. So Yeah, I think I even started earlier than that just being kind of on my neighborhood association committees and doing things like that just in my neighborhood. So I think that's definitely a path that a lot of people take. I don't think it's a requirement, but I always encourage people when they ask me, what should I do if I think I want to run for office in the future? And I said, I think if you just serve your community, people will ask you to serve in those other roles where you're representing them because you've done such a good job just being a good steward in your community. Yeah, good practice too. So you mentioned being a planner, um, and I definitely wanted to ask about that. You know, how does that background influence the way that you see your city and leadership in your city? Well, it's funny because my husband will tell you that I'm never not thinking about things from the perspective of a planner. Everywhere I go, I'm pointing out the things that we could improve on or the the progress that we've made. Um, So, And he basically sees it as work and thinks that I should put it to the side sometimes, but it's really challenging and hard to do that because it really is something that I'm passionate about. Um, But I think that being a planner, I make decisions in my own life and I try to encourage other people to make decisions um, based on kind of sound planning principles, as they say. When I was on the zoning commission, 
looking at staff reports that would say, is this compatible? Is this consistent? And those are like when we went to look at neighborhoods to purchase our home in, we were looking at things like that from a planning perspective. And then I'm constantly looking to make improvements in the community that in neighborhoods that don't have all the amenities that were attractive to me when we looked at where we were going to live in our city. Because I think that even, you know, while I live in kind of an urban core neighborhood that has close proximity and is walkable to many of the services that I like, I think that we can do those kind of improvements across the entire city and even in areas that maybe were not developed in that way originally. So that was kind of what I talked about on the council. And I I don't know if you were aware that I ran for mayor as well in the last municipal election, but that was something that I touted in that race as well. Um, Just that we can bring those kind of improvements even to areas that didn't necessarily develop that way originally. And those improvements can can improve the quality of life for, for folks wherever they live in the city. That's such a great perspective. I love like thinking about, okay, this neighborhood that I get to experience is, you know, has all these things that I appreciate and these amenities and how can we bring those to other neighborhoods? That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. How did the mayoral race experience go for you and what led you to decide to take that next step? Well, you know, it's funny. Interestingly enough, again, it was an open seat. We had a mayor that had served for 10 years who did not seek re-election in the last um, municipal election. And um, so it was an open seat. And folks, again, ever since I was on council had suggested that I consider running for mayor. And I think just because of those strengths I had in city planning and and the way that I serve is being out in the community and being very accessible to people. And so I think that spoke to a lot of people. And so I had had that suggested to me. And so when it was an open seat, I again considered it and thought that it was a way that I could serve and, you know, broaden the ability to have impact on policies that would be beneficial to the city of Fort Worth. And so I threw my hat in the ring and there were definitely a big field of people to choose from again, since it was an open seat. There were 10 of us in that election. And unfortunately, I didn't make it to a runoff, but I run into people every single day who say to me that they voted for me. And I'm, I'm, I wonder exactly how that outcome could have happened with all these people that voted for me. But I, I share with people that I'm super proud of the seven years that I gave um, in service on, on the council and that I don't regret the attempt to serve as mayor. And I still think I was a highly qualified candidate and would have loved to serve in that role. But I'm not devastated at the outcome, and I'm happy to to be able to continue to do things in the community that are um, supportive of the work that the elected officials do in the city and the communities across the city and the neighborhood across the city um, in another role. Yeah, so I know that today you're the executive director of Community Design Fort Worth. Tell us about that organization and what you do there. Absolutely. Um, So that organization was established by a group of very passionate design professionals back in 2016. And many of them are people that I've had the pleasure of working with, you know, when I was on the zoning commission, when I was serving on the city council, because they're all very active and engaged and involved folks. And some of them are design professionals that work in the private sector. Some of them are design professionals that work for the city of Fort Worth or surrounding cities. But they all saw a need for just to kind of have more conversations and more education about sustainable development and mixed use and walkable cities and basically all of the things that I have been really passionate about and were, I was passionate about when I was serving on the council. And so when they approached me as a board and having not had any hired staff besides some administrative support over the years, um, they 
expressed that they were interested in looking at possibly hiring an executive director and asked if I would be interested in that role. My husband was super excited to hear that title executive director. He said, you know, does this mean you're going to be contributing to the bottom line around here now? And I said, no, honey, you have to understand the work that I do. It's passion work for very little money. This is a nonprofit we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I, of course, said yes, because I saw it as a, a vehicle to continue to advocate for many of the things that I had worked so hard for as a council member. And we're, we, we jumped right in and kind of took a look at the strategic plan that they did a few years ago um, and tried to carry on with some of the design talks that we've been doing in the community. And you may have noticed that I've shared quite a bit of content from Strong Towns because that's one of the things that we work on is no reason to reinvent the wheel when other folks are creating great content, but sharing that information with people in Fort Worth and beyond to try to have everybody have a better understanding for many of the things that we're trying to advocate for. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, how did you first get connected with Strong Towns? I know you've been a member for a long time. Do you remember like what first brought you into Strong Towns and then um, how it's kind of influenced all your leadership over the years? Well, I know there's a couple of contacts that I had, and I can't remember offhand exactly what was the first one. I know that there were some people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that were connected to Chuck and Strong Towns when his first book came out. And then I met him personally at the Congress of New Urbanism conference in Detroit and was kind of like a fangirl um, as he was recording a podcast and so I think I was an early adapter as far as paying monthly and, and being a part. And then I also have purchased the book and shared it with multiple people, elected officials and others. And then when Chuck was in Dallas for some events and gatherings of folks that were subscribing to the Strong Towns philosophies, I've gone to a couple of those. And then he actually came to Fort Worth as well with um, city planning staff um, for the city and and talked about doing some work where we looked at the, you know, the values of a small development in the urban core versus, you know, a big box and all of that and had the city look at some of that stuff. So I definitely, you know, being in Fort Worth, which tends to be a a more conservative place that the, the arguments of strong towns and the economic arguments for doing things sometimes are great influences to share with people about why we do the work that we do as planners that sometimes maybe doesn't resonate as well coming from the the um, reasoning behind that I usually give. So using those arguments about economic value and stuff alongside the arguments about quality of life and, and those sorts of things, I think have been very beneficial. So it's been a great resource for me here in Fort Worth. Good. And yeah, we always love to hear that people are sharing Strong Town stuff and everyone should feel free to do that um, wherever it's helpful. What results are you most proud of as you think back on you know, your time in city council? And I know that you've only been the director of design Fort Worth for a few months here, but yeah, what results are you proud of as you think back on your leadership in the city. Yeah. Somebody asked me that just this weekend when we were gathering um, on a street called Magnolia on the near south side in Fort Worth for an event that we didn't have for the last couple of years for obvious reasons, Um, an event called Arts Goggle, which brings together, you know, 750 artists and musicians and other creative folks along a, a street that's closed 
to vehicular traffic for the whole day. I, you know, I struggle because there's so many things that, that I think are, have been really a great benefit. I did add some additional parkland in the urban core, both with the purchase of just an acre of land along a corridor that is being revitalized um, to a great extent, currently going from a, a, a conduit of high-speed traffic to a more um, mixed-use slowing of the traffic kind of corridor. And I added a acre of land there to be developed into an incredible park that's going to be called Fire Station Park. It's right next to a fire station community center, which has nothing to do with I'm with a fire station. So I'm not sure. Maybe originally there was a fire station there, but that park is going to be a highly activated with... Um, you know, a skate park portion, a pump track for bikes, um, a place for food trucks to pull in. So a really programmable space, not just your typical city park where it's, you know, some grass and a swing set and some play climbing equipment for children, but just a really cool activated urban park. So I think that's one of the things I was really proud of. I think I can claim some responsibility for the increase in talking about public transportation in Fort Worth. And while we didn't achieve some of the things that I tried to do, which was some increased funding for that transit, I think that we definitely, we did increase the funding somewhat, but not to the extent that I had hoped to. Um, But the conversation and the level of support for public transportation and multimodal transit, um, you know, for all users of the roadway is something that I worked really hard at and I'm really proud of. I spent quite a bit of time, going down to the Texas legislature to talk about complete streets and, you know, the prima facie speed limit on our neighborhood streets. And we had some success in that area alongside some other organizations um, like Farm and City and complete streets efforts. So I think those are the things that I had some success with and, and continue to work on. But those are the things that I'm most proud of for the time that I was serving on city council. Yeah, that's a lot. That's wonderful. As you think about the future work that you're hoping to do at Community Design Fort Worth, um, what are you looking forward to working on this year? So right off the bat, we're kind of getting our design talks back up and running again. And I think that educational component of bringing people together and expanding the audience for those design talks beyond those of us who are already, you know, nerdy planner and urban design people, (laughs) to include folks that maybe didn't go to school to learn these things or didn't go into these fields because these are important conversations for all of our neighborhoods to have because the idea of having engaged neighborhoods who kind of participate in the plans for their future and um, the things that we, the, the improvements that the city brings to an area, um, I think all of that's very important. I think during my time serving on the council, some of the frustrations that I had was people being opposed to some improvements for fear of, you know, kind of the unknown. So we try to bring affordable housing across the community and to all areas of the city and kind of get away from that past way of doing things where we had concentrations of poverty. So that brings mixed income housing to all areas of the city. And sometimes people weren't quite sure what that was going to look like and if that would have a negative impact on their property values and that sort of thing. So having those kind of conversations. And then when we talk about complete streets, people being concerned about the impact that that might have on their commute to work or their use of the roadway and their vehicle and just continuing to educate folks around that idea that 
having multimodal streets that serve all users doesn't slow you down to the point where it's, you know, negatively impactful on your ability to get to work and it saves lives by not having the roadway be dangerous for those more vulnerable users of that roadway. So having those conversations, not necessarily in the face of a specific development where people might be feeling um, that they need to to be concerned and defensive and fight against something, but just having those conversations around those concepts and ideas so that when appropriate and and good sustainable ideas and developments are are proposed, that we have more buy-in from folks. And then also just having those people be understanding of how cities work and um, how their community can be improved with their involvement. Because I've never seen the city as something separate from myself. I've always seen myself as being a part of the city. And I know that that's not the experience for everyone. And I definitely want everyone to be able to have that experience because the more that people are engaged and involved, um, the better our communities will be. Yeah, it seems like there's a really strong education and almost like translation component to what you're doing, like translating these planner concepts and ideas for the general public, um, which is really laudable. I found some really great, you know, people doing that kind of work um, during your um, series of, was it eight or 10 talks that you all did? And I, I can't remember the woman's name who used to live in New York and is now down in Waco. Oh, yeah. Tiffany Owens. Yeah. In our locomotive tour. Yeah. I absolutely shared her on some of our Worth Knowing Wednesday social media posts, um, because I think that translation component that you said is really, really helpful. That's great to hear. Um, Love to hear about those connections. And also the idea of like seeding the ground before there's some controversial development and just like getting those conversations going before that happens. Uh, that's so brilliant and something people should be doing in, in all of their cities, I think. Yeah, I think it's really, really Very wise. And I think Community Design Fort Worth is definitely has done some actual specific projects in the past. And that's something that we'll be doing um, going forward in the future as well. We've done one that was more kind of infrastructure focused where um, design professionals on our board with the help of partnership with a local university, the University of Texas at Arlington, where I got my master's degree, um, looked at a, a corridor through our city that had basically been turned into just basically a, a corridor for vehicles and not so great for everybody else and came up with a concept plan for that corridor to be improved and then submitted those concept drawings to and worked with um, stakeholders along the corridor as well and got their buy-in and then submitted those concept designs to the city and the city put it into their bond package in 2018 and had engineering plans drawn up and now those improvements are um, going to start happening in the, in the near future. And then um, they also did a project with a neighborhood um, that hadn't necessarily been involved in kind of neighborhood planning in the past. And um, so I hope to do some projects going forward, both in the infrastructure improvement um, realm and then also the um, neighborhood planning realm. So just being a supportive organization to um, to get those projects going in the future with partnerships with local universities. So growing beyond the University of Texas at Arlington and, and maybe also working with um, Texas Christian University, TCU, which is in Fort Worth and, and other 
Texas Wesleyan as well. We, and they actually helped with the neighborhood plan that the organization worked on um, just prior to my arrival. Excellent. Well, to close us out here, what advice would you give for someone listening that wants to maybe step into some leadership in their city um, or maybe is a planner and is hoping to find more ways to use that to the benefit of their community? Well, I think, like I said before, if you're interested in being in public office, I think that living your life and serving your community um, in areas that you're passionate about is the best way to do that. I don't think that there's necessarily a, um, a, a you know, you don't go to school necessarily to learn how to be an elected official. Um, but I think that people who are passionate about serving their communities are the, are in the long run, the best representatives for those communities in elected office. And then as far as planners and, and getting involved, I think that just my whole background and what I shared with people is that that brought me to the place that I am at was that I was born, um, well, not born, but I moved very shortly in my youth to a, a community that my parents were on the faculty at a Quaker boarding school in Northern California, where we lived in community. And we got together and made decisions about the community. Um, and, you know, we were, there were high school students there making those decisions as, as well. And they probably weren't really making as many decisions as the administration allowed them to think that they were making. But they definitely, we had community meetings and we played a part and we had say in kind of what happened in our community. And so that was in, ingrained in me from a very young age. And I think that's what brought me to want to be involved in every community that I've ever lived in. And my goal and hope is, is to have people who feel that way about their communities um, anywhere that I live. So in Fort Worth, I, I work every day to try to make sure that everyone who lives here has a way to play a part and an active role in the betterment of their communities and the preservation of their communities as well, because I think that those things are all really, really important. So. I think just finding out what's available um, in an area that you're passionate about, not forcing it into something that you know doesn't appeal to you, but just serving in areas that you're passionate about, I think that the results of that are beneficial to the entire community at large. Very well said. Well, thank you so much, Ann Zeta, for coming on the show and sharing your, your story and your wisdom with us. I'll make sure to link people to the Community Design Fort Worth website and some of the other resources that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the invitation and we'll continue to share the great content that Strong Towns provides as well, because I think that, you know, allied organizations working together to get these things done is the best way to, to improve the world for everyone. Indeed. Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks especially to those who joined us as new members of Strong Towns last week, as well as those folks who have been supporting this movement for the last year, two years, five years, 10 years. You guys are fantastic and we thank you so much. Tune in next week for another episode. Thanks everyone and take care. Mm-hmm.